This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome to Pint Size Distant Pod. Every Sunday, we're going to be bringing you something from the Distant Pod archives. We've gone back through all of the episodes of the Socially Distant Sports Bar so far, and we've found what we think are some of the funniest bits. So, if you like what you listen to over the next few minutes, then have a look on the episode description because there'll be the episode number that this comes from in there, which means it makes your journey easier. You can then go off and listen to the whole episode either again or for the first time. If you're a new listener, this is quite a good way of getting into our archives. If you have been with us from episode one, it's a nice way of getting yourselves back into some of the old episodes as well. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this little snippet from the socially distant sports bar, our distant pod pint size episodes. Uh, they had an archive of uh, old gramophone stuff from the radio days as well. And if it hadn't been called, if- Jerusalem, Jerusalem, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> if something hadn't been called up from the gramophone library for a certain number of years, it would go on the list to be deleted. Imagine that. So, Marconi's first recording gone. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no one's wanted it for a while. Bin it, Gary. Gary, stick it in the that's, bin. Oh, There's a, a lot of speeches here by a W. Churchill. No one's seen. <laughs> no, get no rid of him. No one wants to put him in. Dark. So I phoned them up to get uh, Tommy Farr against Joe Louis. Oh please don't! Oh, wicked, please yeah. don't! Because please don't tell I was this. making a documentary about Welsh boxing, and that oh, was the I'm first ever transatlantic. I'm <laughs> It was the first ever transatlantic broadcast as well, live. Shut up. They haven't 100%. deleted that. No. The guy goes, hang on a minute, and then he goes to the shelf, comes back, and he goes, oh, it's not on the shelf, mate. It's probably in the pile to be deleted. Oh, and my God. goes oh, out the back, and literally, if I hadn't have asked for it, two days later, that was being smashed up. No oh. way. Yeah. What, they, what, they smashed them up? Typically up to you. <laughs> Just wouldn't... Pure chance, pure luck, not claiming any well, credit for it on that pile. My grandmother, 
was coming around for Sunday dinner because it's the only food she'd eat. Um, I think I just bought a book on Welsh boxing or something, and I said, "Oh, I was reading about Tommy Farr. I was talking about him with Dad." Yeah. And Monkey said, well, "I met him once." I said, "You've met Tommy Farr?" She went, "Yes." And I said, "What do you mean you met Tommy Farr? Joe Lewis, the boxer Tommy Farr?" She went, "Yes, I met. Yeah, yeah, I met uh, Tommy Farr. He's a quarter of the Tommy Farr." I said, "What do you mean when?" And apparently, um, uh, my aunt, my auntie Sally, lived quite near him, and she said, oh, "I'd love to go and see Joyce the Croissants, but uh, I haven't got a car." And Tommy Farr bought a car, and he said, "I'll oh, run no. you, I'll run you down." <laughs> he drove her down, drove down to Croissants. She wow. went in, had a cup of tea, stayed in the. He, he, you know, I, I'm assuming he came in as well. And he drove her back. That and I, I, I wanted to ask more, and Mamkey kept saying, "So, oh, don't, don't." They don't want to talk at the dinner table. <laughs> they don't talk at the dinner table. Yeah, come on. Just oh, for eating. What are you doing now? Come on. I mean, I've, I've, mushed cauliflower. The, the, uh, come on, I, I boil these carrots for 55 minutes for good reason. <laughs> Salty yeah. water. Yeah. Do you want orange salt or green salt? <laughs> <laughs> My nan's fucking carrots. Jesus Christ. Sorry, nan. <laughs> Yeah, um, and I'll have that sort of orange slop, please, next to my uh, next to my meat of choice. Oh, do you need meat done? Well done, or really, really well done? Could I have, could I have gravy on my orange slop, please? Yeah, yeah. Which I think was what was that Swede? I suppose. Yeah. Why didn't everyone have rickets in the seventies and the sixties? Well, the more you cook a vegetable, the less vitamins are in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My nan must have had no vitamins in yeah. it for years. When did you start cooking his carrots? Or last night? What day is it today? How long have the carrots been on now? Yeah. It's a Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love, I love, I love to sort of suck my Sunday dinner. Just, just, <laughs> just eat it through a straw. <laughs> Most of it through a straw until you get to the meat. Where you need yeah, half yeah. an hour of chewing like a bulldog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking pos- nine pints of squat. <laughs> Pass me the drill, will you? <laughs> Where's your sister, Mike? She's uh, she's died of a salt poisoning. She's uh, she's alright. <laughs> some of the shit we used to put up with. My nan on Christmas Day would would oh. do Christmas puddings, right? <laughs> we'll put coins in it. Remember the old yes. How fucking dangerous was that? Yeah. I'm a dad. I wouldn't dream of it. You imagine going like a four-year-old kid with five p in it. Yeah, that's got like pennies in it. Oh. <laughs> Do you know what? It can't be the case anymore. But for years, the biggest cause of injuries on Christmas Day was was men putting jumpers on. No, putting their jumpers on, but they're with still with fags in their mouths. <laughs> <laughs> people, some oh, people be taking them to A and E with burns because they put some Marks and Spencer's V-neck Pringle jumper on. Jesus, we used to play like, and then. Halloween these days, right, pisses me off. You, you, gotta, <laughs> you surprise uh, me. Like, when I was a kid, Halloween was, was a thing. We used to go to my nan's for Halloween, you know. Um, and there was, we had two options. There was there was bobbin apples. Yeah. She'd put, like, one apple in a, in a, in a sink, in the same sink you washed your hands in, <laughs> right? And put a bowl on the floor by the fire. And me and my sister and my two cousins on our hands and knees <laughs> trying to fucking chomp on an apple, right? And the, the prize, I mean... We've got loose teeth, there's blood in the water, there's spit everywhere. Right? There's bits. If, you, if, you, if you manage to take a bite out of the apple, 
That was the prize. <laughs> that, that, that bit of the apple was the prize, right? <laughs> so we played we played Bob and Apples first, and then the other game was like the extreme sports version, was called Swinging Apples, right? <laughs> and she would hang a, a different apple, to be fair to her, right, on a piece on a piece of string from the pantry fucking roof, and swing this apple. <laughs> And try to bite, try to bite a swinging apple. What? My dad lost his teeth in rugby last time playing swinging apple. <laughs> Jan Mulby, good player. Yeah, Mulby, good lad, good lad. I love Jan Mulby. Have you seen him now? Is he huge? Oh, he makes Thomas Brolin look like the after model in a slim fast shake. And see, this is why we're going to lose weight as well. We're talking about Jan Mulby there. I, I, I knew you were going to say that he's he's fat now. Yeah. Right. Obviously, I, I I love comedy and I love watching old comedies as well. But if I watch an old comedy or an old film, yeah. I can tell you, before I go on IMDb or before I go on Wikipedia, I'll know which of those are dead, right? Because you'll just go, he's a bit fat, he'll be dead now. Even, yeah. even though he's only in his, he would have died in his 60s. Yeah. You know, and even, it's like 95% accurate. I'll go, dead, dead, alive, 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 dead, dead, dead. Doesn't look great for Oliver Hardy, does it? He's dead. <laughs> Laurel, alive. Yeah. <laughs> Harold Lloyd, alive. Fatty Arbuckle, dead. Well, little and large. Little, alive, large, dead. Yeah. Simple as that. So much of me using old references. I've done Harold Lloyd. <laughs> I've done Fatty Arbuckle. <laughs> Fatty Arbuckle. Uh, right, for round number one, I've brought a clip that... Fucking hell, are we on round number one? <laughs> it's nearly midnight. Oh, God. How many other sports podcasts are discussing salty Sunday dinners, though? But you, but you also call dinner tea, which yeah, my yeah. wife does, too. Whoa. I don't, I mean, I, she, I, calls, I must... she calls lunch dinner, which really pisses me off. But they're lunch, la- they're not lunch ladies, are they? They're dinner ladies. Pack lunch, are not it? Pack lunch, yeah, good shot. Shit. Shit. God, he's, good. he's got me there. He's good, and he, and he good. And he oh quick. God, he's, God, he's quick. Oh, he's a scholar, though, Mike. He's a scholar. Oh, he's a good scholar, mate. Oh, fair play to him. Hugely overweight, but my God, what a scholar. <laughs> It'll be such a last when he dies. <laughs> Awful to look at, mind. Oh, terrible. Terrible state on him, oh, mate. Oh, yeah. Ew, he does. What a shape on him. <laughs> Dude, he hates himself, he does. <laughs> never been happy. He's never been happy. Comfort eater, he is, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's it well, man. But I mean, uh, you know, tears of a clown and all that. <laughs> Forty bags of pom bears, elite. <laughs> God, he's got children in the house. He's got young kids. So there's pom bears in the house. Forty bags, easy. And those Barney bears, sort of chocolate, the cake ones. Yeah, have oil. Thirty or forty of them. On, a, on an exercise bike, completely pointless. <laughs> <laughs> friendly, friendly uh, man, no? But he won't be told to. See, I call it tea and he calls it dinner, but the biggest difference is, for my tea, I shepherd's pie, and he had dairy milk, just, just a big slab of it for his, for his supper, like in front of him tonight, a big slab of dairy milk. What it is, you got a very sweet tooth, you know what I mean? So to the NHL. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that little extract from our archives of the socially distant sports bar. 
we will have another one of these pint-sized distant pods for you next Sunday. What you can do now is scroll through the episode description, find the episode that that was from, and disappear off into our archives. Get yourself off on a journey around the socially distant sports bar. 